Welcome to Time Skip, the nerd culture podcast historians will speak of only in hushed whispers. I'm Kingsley <laughs> Noadam, joined as always by my co-host Corey Reed. How you doing, Corey? Dying slowly every second of the day. The, 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 fuck it. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't get anything was, right tonight. I'm, ooh, that was rough, dude. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping that um, I'll just have heated depression fire fueling me. I think this is why they have to talk about it in hush whispers, because it's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> you, ever, you ever just not want to get up? This sucks. This sucks so much. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to Time Skip, the nerd culture <laughs> podcast where all the energy was sucked out of us the first time we recorded, and this is Nime number three. I'm Kingsley Noadam, joined as always by my co-host, Corey Reed. How you doing, Corey? Hey, I'm Corey Reed, and Kingsley's right. Because uh, we had technical difficulties and now we're trying to <laughs> recreate our vigor. But I do think, I do think that the more repetition, the more reps we get in, the more manic I become. And I think my energy level is kind of rising due to the mania I'm experiencing. I'm recording from my closet. Yeah. Uh, I've been here for like <laughs> like three hours. You're probably dying of carbon monoxide poisoning. I, I do think I might be running out of oxygen, and, uh, you know, it's going to make for a really interesting uh, time. Yeah, I think it'll be good. And you uh, know what? What's that? Um, You know, a lot of people try to get oxygen deprivation, you know. For Sexual people. reasons. I wasn't going to say all that. <laughs> Kingsley, I'm curious. I was just going to say, you know, and leave it that, like a good, upstanding character. <laughs> but you just had to, you just had to say the S word. Listen, I'm, yeah, I'm not experiencing any sexual gratification from being in here. In fact, I've only from being in the closet. My libido has shrunk. That's normally that's when we're potting, I'm on ten. <laughs> I don't like that. Don't ever say anything like that to me again in your whole life. <laughs> all, all my senses are firing. I'm like in the zone. It's a very erotically charged experience. Hey, welcome to Time Skip, the new uh, podcast that's ending right now forever. <laughs> I'm Kingsley Noadam. I'm not joined by Corey Reed anymore because he's canceled. Yo. That's fair. I pushed you. I pushed you to the limit, and this is my punishment. Yeah, we had a good five episode run, but really, it was you know, it just wasn't. Uh, you know, it was draining both of our life force. Uh, we'll we'll have a pre time skip picture of us in post, and uh, <laughs> um, yeah, we'll we'll just age horribly. Oh, dude, I'm aging horribly right now. It's actually you should be aging fine because the cold should be preserving you. No, nah, I'm aging pretty gracefully. I, I got I got this goatee now. It's really bad. I got a No, it's okay. My hairline's messed up. That's, That's fine. Cool. Um You look good. You look you look fine. I look like a shadow monster. 
the inside meets the outside. <laughs> I'm this close to, to literally just giving up the ghost. <laughs> I haven't felt I haven't felt this like demoralized. <laughs> It's such a long time. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Here we are. We're just two boys. We're two boys, and we're talking fandom, and uh, the modern scourge, the modern disaster that is a uh, someone who likes things too intensely, and how that's you know, ruining everyone's good time. And that's what we're talking about today on Time Skip. Um, a little behind the scenes for the listener. Uh, we, we've had some behind the scenes chats about how you have to have a strong opinion in order to make good content. But Corey is coming in real hot and real strong. Bro, this is, like this is freaking lukewarm. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, seriously, we just reached a new decade, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know, this topic's pretty uh, intriguing, because in the last decade, uh, the modern fan... Can you um, define what you mean by the modern fan? Uh, <clears throat> so let me, let me, well, I guess I'll pose a question to you. Yeah. Would you say like unashamed that you are a fan of something. If someone asked like, oh, you're a fan of X thing, would you jump right in and easily say that like, easily and unequivocally say like, oh yes, I'm a fan of X thing. Or would you pause for a second and be kind of like hesitant slash r slash embarrassed to call yourself a fan of something? I think it- um, Depending on the thing. We'll use use Rick and Morty as an example. Rick and Morty, I'm mm-hmm. a, I'm gonna look back and forth a little bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna ri- pull out the the collar from my shirt from my neck and go, whew, when when you ask me that question. But mm-hmm. if you ask me like, are you a fan of having a good time with your buddies? Are you a fan of a nice cold beer <laughs> on a summer day? <laughs> Yeah, fuck yeah, me and the boys, <laughs> what we do, Friday night, we rent a hotel room, pound some White Claws. <laughs> like it's nothing. Four, five, six Go White Claws a piece. Mediterranean food. We eat some Greek food, cost way too much. <laughs> fuck yeah. We buy one <laughs> We buy one cheese stick, that shit costs $11. I'm a fan like, of the cheese stick. Like it's I'm nothing. I'm the price. I'm like, I don't even look at the price, just swipe. So the, answer, <laughs> so the answer to that question was no, right? I mean, um, yeah, yeah, you're right. It de- yeah, depending upon the thing, I would say no. Modern toxic fan behavior kind of substitutes uh, having a personality hmm. for, for liking a thing. Um, what I mean by the modern fan is... Someone who is more connected than ever. Thanks to the internet, streaming, uh, I think a large part of it is a 
consolidation of media, um, kind mm-hmm. of uh, forums. It's someone who can uh, watch what they want to watch, mm-hmm. when they want to watch it. They have the choice to uh, ignore whatever they don't want to watch. They uh, are closer to the creators of shows and movies and video games yeah. than ever. Uh, they have uh, this level of unprecedented access thanks to like Twitter and just, I, I don't know, this weird feedback loop between uh, creators and the people who consume what they make. Yeah, it's just yeah, a person with access and a person who kind of feels like they are in dialogue uh, like w- with the creator of a thing, someone who isn't simply a, a wholly passive consumer of a good, but someone who feels like they are kind of an active participant in the shaping of a piece of work. Now, do you think that that's a result of... Um, do you think that's something that hasn't always existed? Um, or do you think you're just m- interacting with these people more and they have um, a more vocal... Or, like, they have a, a bigger voice and higher visibility? Because, I mean, there's always been, like, you know, your star... your like parody of a star wars fan that you would see in pop culture and it's like a you know a an 80s nerd and right. they know about like all of the all of the behind the scenes stuff about star wars and they have very strong opinions on the remasters that's always been like a caricature right i think um but now i feel like the before you know if you were a big star wars fan uh you you might have had a Star Wars T-shirt, and you could you mm-hmm. might go to a Star Wars like a a physical place mm-hmm. to talk to people who are the same amount who had the same amount of fandom as you. But now you know, now we live in a society where people are like, you post a picture of uh, you know, you post a screenshot of Rick and Morty on your uh on your Twitter feed, and then like. Any stranger can talk to you about Rick and Morty now. Right, right. Um, kind of yes and no. I mean, super fans have always existed of things, but I, I think because of the internet and I, I don't know the ubiquity of like nerd culture, maybe it's more common. Uh, but I, I, I don't think you can. I, I don't think people. I don't think the fan of yesteryear is the same as like doxing a writer or sending sending a, a director or an actor death threats because because they like killed off your favorite character or because uh two characters got in a relationship or like a story has a girl in it and the it's like a female protagonist. I don't think that's the same. And I think that toxic fandom, which I, I have a diagnosis for, I have a Jeff Foxworthy like, if you do this, you might be a vet uh, style. Uh, and the Nerd <laughs> Caller Comedy Tour. Ooh, I like that. Don't uh, like that. That's bad. No, Kingsley, I like that and I love you and I think you're a brain genius. <laughs> oh, man. I, don't talk to me. <laughs> uh, okay. I Yeah, I think there was a shift somewhere somewhere along the time where more people kind of started using liking a thing as a substitute for like personality um so here's here's some 
some symptoms I have like just kind of written down. You might be a t- all right. Hold, hold, hold oh, wait, on, just go, a second. go ahead. Let me, go let, me ahead. Get, let me get to the edge of my seat real quick. All right, here I am. <laughs> I like how you had to vocalize. <laughs> I'm like tempted to leave that very visual seat scooching thing you did. I was like, okay, he's gonna give me like kind of a, another country guy like preface, kind of like alley ooping my like weird, you know, bit. Maybe do like a trailer voice or something. You know, you literally just scooted closer to the. Mic. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even a thing. <laughs> Damn, that's good podcasting. Hey man, it produced the desired uh, the desired result. Okay, I got the one listener to laugh, which was me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I am really tempted to do it all in a goofy voice, but I I think you people, better. I okay okay I might do one. Well, you better do the dang goofy voice. <laughs> okay. All right. You might be a toxic fan. If you substitute liking a thing for her personality. Now, Corey, as a man who's Kings, uh, I, have, I, have, I have five more. I know, but I'm gonna I'm gonna interject it right now. Uh, I do have to ask how you can defend that position as a man who, for seven years, went around saying I'm really looking for the Pam to my gym. What the fuck? <laughs> Yo, what is this? What is this? What the fuck are you talking? What are you? <laughs> what is this character assassination? I've li- I've literally never used those combination of words. The what the fuck are you? How dare you? <laughs> Everyone knows Jim is annoying as hell. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> Yo, you said a lot of out-of-pocket things. <laughs> oh, man. People aren't going to understand my misplaced anger. Like, I I'm, I think I'm an appropriate amount of heated. <laughs> okay, uh, anyway. You might be a toxic fan if you have... If you take place in entitlement culture. Oh, I'm going to break into each one of these, but I want to get through them all. It's like a list first. You might be a toxic fan if you regularly (laughs) stand things. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Stand culture, man. Frickin' stand culture is just the worst. Um, okay, you might be a toxic fan if you gatekeep. <laughs> should, should I drop the exit or should I? No, I only have do two. Do it. Do it the whole time. Damn, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> you might be a toxic fan if you lack a critical and objective view of the material. <laughs> uh, lastly, you might be a toxic fan. If you are purposely ignorant of meta narratives. <laughs> All right. That last one I feel is uh please elaborate on that last one. All right. One well, you don't want me to get to that. You want me to start from the bottom up? Um, no, you can start at the top. I'm just very curious about that one in particular. Okay, it'll all make sense. We'll we'll, right. we'll kind of dive through the symptoms of modern day toxic fandom. 
Okay. Uh, and Un- unlike you at the top, I'm trusting you. Yo, that reference may or may not make sense depending on which of the six cold opens we go <laughs> go with. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I sincerely think that like one of the problems comes when people substitute liking a thing or being a fan for a thing as like a personality. For for like, I'll give you an example. Um, like let's say you know some person and all they do is talk about Kanye. They know every song. Uh, they know all the albums. Uh, they don't think anything he does is wrong. And, like, all these things individually aren't problems. It becomes toxic when you you feel, like, entitled to what he's doing. When people harass him about making music, feel like maybe that Kanye is a better rapper than others or, like, Kanye stands are, are, are better and more powerful than other people. That, like, you are somehow an, an enlightened one for liking Kanye or, you know, substitute Kanye for anything like, like Star Wars fans or uh, like we've been talking about Rick and Morty fans, the, the, the feelings of superiority and entitlement that come with like it. And I guess that's kind of what I mean by like replacing or replacing X thing, X fandom for like a personality rather than just being like, I like a thing and I, you know, you could like a thing as much as you want, but like, it's not the whole sum of your being or that's not like all you talk about or all you're about. You get to certain, a certain state of fandom where you feel like you can kind of enact your will. You feel like deserving of getting thing you want rather than kind of passively being like, well, here's what we have been offered. Here's what we've been given. This is the new movie. Oh, I didn't like it. Oh, whatever. Now it's like, mm-hmm. oh, holy shit, that Sonic sucks. Oh, holy shit, they put girls in Ghostbusters. All get together and give it thumbs downs and down votes or whatever the metric is so we can show that we as a unit hate this thing or this is not up to our collective standard. And yeah. I, I feel like that's kind of a new thing. Like you might hate that like your favorite player got traded, but you, no one is mm-hmm. like, we're all in mass gonna just not see any uh, Miami Heat games or like we're, we're just gonna turn the channel when LeBron is on. We're not gonna do anything LeBron related as a unit, as a collective like action. Mm. Well, LeBron is a... LeBron is an interesting thing because I feel like that probably did happen in Cleveland when he left. They um, were pissed, but like people still watch the games, and I that's just true. I, I just like people weren't saying that LeBron leaving ruined their childhood. Or, that's, you, that's true, you know. Although, and then also, well, this is another thing entirely. But that kneeling thing in the NFL was also very bad. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Uh, where the people's people's takes on the protests in the NFL got really heated and bad in a in a similar way to this fandom thing so much so that the president of the United States made comments about it honestly kingsley uh, i think now that we're bringing it up i think we can probably we i'd say it it's pretty fair to throw sports in there i guess yeah. <clears throat> the main thing is it's just kind of like the extremity of all these things Mm-hmm. I feel like is kind of a modern day thing. Yeah, um, I think so too. But I think it has a lot more to do, not necessarily with like 
I think it has a lot to do with platform. Yeah. Well, keep keep that in mind. We'll we'll get into that. So as a part of entitlement culture, I think one of the things that comes up a lot, and we're we're primarily doing like a media centric version of these things, as opposed mm-hmm. to sports, because I don't know if this counts with sports, but like uh one of the side effects or one of the examples of like this entitlement is like shipping yes uh in head cannon so for those who don't kings would would you mind explaining either one or both of those no i wouldn't mind at all so um i guess shipping is Okay, hold on. Let me uh, let me let me put on my tweed blazer real quick. Let me go to knowyourtrope.com real quick. Um, so shipping is, I don't know why it's called shipping. Like relationshiping. Oh yeah, that's that was really obvious. Wow. Um, uh, so um, is when you um, is when fans will uh, essentially see two characters and a in a show or a movie or a game or whatever and be right. like, Oh, like I think Batman and Wonder Woman should get together and be boyfriend and girlfriend. Um, yep. which I mean, I think a lot of people, a lot of people who aren't even parts of fan bases as it were, as it were, as we are defining them do, I think, uh, a lot of it's a lot of you know things are written in a will they won't they kind of way and sometimes they won't mm-hmm. um and sometimes they will uh but i guess so that's what uh that's what shipping is and head cannons are sort of a thing where people make up their own version of the events in a story or give their own motivations for characters actions mm-hmm. that aren't in, explicitly in the media and try to enhance their own or make their own kind of twist on what is happening in the in the media in question right so i'll I'll just go ahead and say and i i'm assuming you agree with this that there's no inherent problem with like shipping or headcanon no not at all and like in fact i have been a zutara man myself you know (laughs) uh what like you shaking your head at me? You over there judging me twelve thousand miles away, acting like you somebody. Acting, oh, what are you? What are you doing? What are you doing? You, you doing a little dance right now? Are you feeling good about yourself, huh? What are you? What are you? You hitting the block? Why, why are you doing all this, this hit, visual commentary? You hitting the, hitting keep, the on, keep on keeping on, man. Because say what you're saying. Because prior to this, I've never been able to see your st- stinky faces, but now I can see them. <laughs> uh, uh, Zutara, uh, Avatar, Les, Airbender, Zuko, and Qatar. Just so people know. Whatever. You know, there's nothing wrong with shipping. It's like a fun thing to do. There's communities around it. There's drawings. It's It can be a fun thing. But uh, in certain uh, media properties, this has been taken to uh, kind of obnoxious levels. And people were mad when X ship didn't pay off. And I, I think... The current big thing going on right now is, uh, is with the conclusion of Star Wars. Uh, various people were mad about the relationship dynamics in that. And it's, you know, it's been a while, so we'll just talk about it. Spoilers if you, whatever. One of the things that didn't pay off that certain people are mad about 
was uh and it was kind of an arbitrary sh- ship anyway was uh John Boyega and Oscar Isaac's characters getting together like mm-hmm. people people saw two men who were just friends and generally liked each other we were in like one scene together where they're like hey I I remember you <laughs> and then they're like yo those two guys need to get together and, and and it was never like really addressed by like Disney or like ever probably ever a part of the plan but people were like you know pretty dead set on it I'm probably the same thing to you know going with the uh, uh, Finn and Ray. That one was, I don't know, slightly more hinted at, but that didn't really pay off. So she ended up getting with uh, Kylo Ren. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, she ended up getting with Kylo Ren, F- the murderer. I know it. Oh, that last movie's wild. Uh, she ended up getting with Kylo, and uh, what's funny about it is, yes, he is a murderer. He is a sociopath, and so recently John Boyega was kind of making fun of it because he's you know out of contract. He's a free man. He can do whatever he wants. But people have been pissed. P- these freaking fans have been like, you're just jealous. They- they've been like threatening him and like DMing him and like being all sorts of crazy and kind of r- and racist towards him because he's been making fun of the fact that Ray ends up with essentially a crazy person. And it's funny because on the record, uh, Adam Driver has been like, oh, I don't think she should get with him because he's a bad guy. <laughs> And also, Daisy really has been like, I, you know, prior to this movie, he's been like, I hope she doesn't get with him because he's a bad guy. But people have been like, and this is, I don't know if this is on my, I have it, this in my notes somewhere. But another uh, side effect of this fandom is people kind of blending fiction to reality. Like, mm-hmm. I think people like Adam Driver and they also really like the character. So they've kind of conflated the two. So where John Boyega is like making fun of how poorly written and kind of rushed the last episode was, people are like sort of simultaneously defending Adam Driver, but also defending the ship that they really liked and attacking the real person of of John Boyega, but also kind of attacking Mm -hmm. his character and being like, you're just jealous. He's like, Yo, fam, it's a cartoon, <laughs> like you know, like it's not real, <laughs> you know. So, it's this really muddy, confusing, like, you know, situation going on with that. Uh, mm-hmm. I so, think she should have got with Baby Yoda. Kingsley, it's uh, you know, uh, you know what? I'm not gonna gatekeep. I'm not gonna gatekeep. <laughs> yeah, no, do it, do it. No, I mean, you know, do it. Uh, you know, he's a baby, so that's gross. He's 50. All right, Kingsley, whatever you have to say, let it be known. Uh, he's in a stroller. We all have our hobbies. He can't walk. <laughs> oh, so, oh, I, I'm not. Okay, okay, well, that sounded. I'm not even. All right, that. you. Tra- that's bad. <laughs> you trapped me. <laughs> Entrapped me. <laughs> uh, number three, standing. St- stand culture. Can you can you say it a little bit more like um like a uh Good Morning America host? Please? And and number three on our list uh of, 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 of toxic fandom symptoms is standing. Standing. 
Is that good? Now, Deborah, what is standing? Oh, I was I was like an Al Roker type, but that's fine. Uh, my guy's name was Mark, but it's fine. I'll be Deborah. What does Deborah sound like? I was imagining Deborah as a third one, but oh, okay, sorry, my bad. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't want to be Deborah. Uh, <laughs> you know, so okay, so historically, when someone was called a stan. That was an insult. It was a bad thing to be called a stan. It meant you were an excessive stan for something. It used to. St- 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 oh, that's that's rough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it, it did used to stand for something. It used to stand for being like an obsessive fan and kind of a dweeb, you know, like a like a backpacker, like an obnoxious fan. But that it's a totally uh, perfect. That now people are like, we have no choice but to stand. Uh, people self-identify as like Beyonce stands, J. Cole stands, Kanye stands. A lot of it's music related. But like anytime there's a, 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 a latest hero, I'm using quotes, you know, or someone that people really dig, they call themselves a stand of it. You know, uh, this kind of all-consumed fan. And I mean, that one's kind of the lightest one, but I, I think it's, I guess, the irony of like something that was like formerly an insult is now just like casually thrown around and it's like there's nothing more perfect than this like word. Both obsessive fandom and it being entirely fickle. Yeah. You ever heard the term milkshake duck? Oh, yeah, yeah. Kingsley, I have heard the term milkshake. Kingsley, tell the audience what a milkshake duck is. So if I'm not mistaken, milkshake duck is like uh, a parable about something you you hear about something cool yeah and then people look into it and it's like very popular for a little while and then people look into its history and you're like oh milkshake milkshake duck said something racist in the 80s yeah we can't be a fan of milkshake we have no choice but to unstand milkshake duck yeah can't stand ya and then milkshake duck you know falls down from popularity Yes, I think there might be a, par- a more to milkshake duck that I'm not remembering. No, no, that's I mean that's basically it. You know, something gets a rabid, uh, you know, it, it goes viral, people love it, it goes crazy, and then you find out that milkshake duck is, you know, a human or I guess a duck, and has made mistakes before. This isn't like letting people off the hook, but like, it's like yeah, of course this person or thing has probably done something wrong in their life you, what you you shouldn't have it's like, oh go ahead it's like that guy from the 2016 election who wore that red sweater and oh kenneth like, bone look at Ken, this man ken bone yeah, yeah ken he was bone. A, he was like, a little look at this man in his cute red sweater and his little mustache or whatever yeah and then they were like oh Sometimes online he <laughs> hangs out with neo Nazis. Yeah, Ken Bone was like on like Jeopardy or something, and was just like a little chubby guy who's cute. Was like very fashionable. People were like, "Look at Ken Bone's sweater. This is where he got it from." And then they like on his Reddit, and he was talking about the Jennifer Lawrence nudes, being like, "Oh, I've seen her butthole." It's like how gross, dude. <laughs> also, he was like. Yeah, no, the Trayvon Martin situation sucks, but, like, that's the law. What are you going to do about it? I was like, yo, Ken, you didn't have to weigh in on it. <laughs> and so it's like, you know, that's just like a modern, it's a symptom of like this kind of, you know, same kind of behavior. Uh, number four, 
gatekeeping. Uh, so you have these older fans, uh, or maybe not necessarily older, but people who maybe are a little bit more into it than like the layman, and they tell other people how they should enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Poor Hempley. Oh, here's a fun one. You might you might get a kick out of this. So recently uh, on Twitter, I think Crunchyroll or Funimation did a top. It was like they were doing awards for best mm-hmm. animation and best this and that of the decade. And uh, I think best shonen went to My Hero Academia, maybe. And people lost their shit. Oh, I see. Is it like of the last year? Of, no, or it of was of time? the decade. Oh, hmm. I mean, I could, I would consider it in the running at least. I can't think of what else was in the decade off of the top of my head, but people lost it. Uh, best animation went to mm. uh, Demon Slayer. People also lost it about that too. Mm. Have you watched Demon Slayer yet? I have not. There's some very well done scenes, but one of the things that one of the tweets. And comments that really blew up around this was like, uh, you guys try need to watch more anime. And then they had like a list of like just like very generic, like uh, you know, classic uh Naruto, uh Bleach, uh <laughs> like One Piece, like, you know, they were they were just going through like very like you know, I feel like a dick if I said starter anime, but like, you know, whatever. Uh oh, you better are you 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 about to close that gate. About I'm about to, to close it. that gate. I'm about to gatekeep right now. Fucking starter anime. Yeah. They, basically, people were getting pissed. Um, and, and just, like, making fun of other fans and fandoms. And just kind of, like, saying, like, what is and isn't, like, good. You know, what you're kind of allowed to like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think is bad. But, you know, keep it to yourself, though. <laughs> No, I mean, let people watch it. No, go off, King. Go off. That's all I had to say. Keep it to yourself. Let other people watch whatever they want to watch, however they want to watch it. You ever been gatekept? Gatekept? Oh no, I'm firmly always on the other side of the gate. Nobody's closing no gates on me. That's oh, so you're sure. you're telling people what they can't can't watch? Nah, just people are like you know generally respectful of me and the way I do things because I do them proper every time. But you know, oh, this I is a sneak diss. <laughs> I'm also not really that engaged in online conversation, um. So, yeah, and I think I think one of the things about this phenomenon that's interesting is that those same people, if you talk to them in the f- in the physical world, mm-hmm. they're pro- they're usually a lot more chill about it. Oh, than that's whatever their online personality is. That is so much of all of this. This is ex- yeah. extremely online, but like that, you know, that is such an important realm of interaction. Unfortunately, all right. Uh, number five. I don't really know how to uh, express this one, but like. Lack of a critical or objective view, uh, I feel like, is another. This one, it sounds. This one sounds meaner than it really is. Yeah, I, I, I do. I am very curious about this one and what this means to you. So I have some examples and some quotes. So did you hear about mm-hmm. the Martin Scorsese Marvel thing? 
where he was like, uh, Marvel movies aren't art or something like that. He didn't say they weren't art. He said that it uh, wasn't cinema, uh, which which sounds worse than it is. Uh, yeah, I, I and I do believe there is a kind of a distinction, and you're gonna hate me for this, and I can already. I yeah, because well, I think it's it's. Well, go ahead. Okay, so there's a difference between kind of an intangible and like we we get into this kind of postmodern subjectivity debate all the time. But I do mm. think there is like a he's essentially talking about like popcorn movies versus mm. like I don't want to say like prestige movies, but like movies that are like more everything sounds loaded, but like more thoughtful. Yeah, can you just play the popcorn uh, movies the, versus that more prison thought- that prison gate closing sound again right here, right when you said when you when you say this sentence? All right, also. all right, I will. <laughs> I hope you're happy. You feel good about that? You feel yeah, good? Kind of. Because it's, I think that's, I don't, I don't think that's gatekeeping. I think it's a fair, I think it's a fair critique. I and I'll read the quotes, I, but mainly what I meant by this is like, I think fans should have a, you should have a fair understanding of like how uh, objectively good your like junk is, like your your art is. And I say objective in the sense of like, you know, the standard metrics of like, oh, does this have good cinematography? Is does the sound work? Like, uh, is the direction good? Is the story fun? Uh, the are the characters good? Like all those metrics. Okay, I think mm-hmm. with modern fandom, but like, but but like with those metrics, for example, I, uh, if we were going by the Martin Scorsese thing, like. I uh, would not consider, I don't think he would, nor would I consider um, Endgame, for example, uh, high high cinema. Like, Why are you doing a voice? Get, get on your, huh? Why are you doing a voice? Get on your black tie and uh, go down. I, it's okay, that, see, I think that's, I think. <laughs> but like, but like, it. That's it, bad, uh, that's not fair. But it does check off all of those boxes that you mentioned all right let me read the quote i don't see them i tried you know but that's not cinema honestly the closest thing i can think as well made as they are the actors doing the best they can under the circumstances is theme parks he compared them to kind of theme parks uh Mm. it isn't human beings trying to convey emotion psychological experience to another human being this isn't to say that people don't work hard but like the directors aren't trying, the writers aren't trying. But like the situ, mm-hmm. the way these movies are made, kind of like a factory. They're not. They're like made in a very like cynical, like way high budget television, and they're just like cr- mm-hmm. cranked out. And this, it's a, it's very clearly like a business investment. Yes, and I think mm-hmm. that is primarily what he's getting into. That like, don't try to like lie to me and tell me that this is like about the human condition. When like, no, you're just, this is like, this was planned 10 years ago. And this was a part of like a very calculated thing. You're not paying the people who originally made these stories. You don't really care about the actors. Light skin Tara Toward is replaced with Don Cheadle. You know, like you don't really care. The ca- first light skin to dark skin conversion in all of media history. And and you're, you're out here dumping on. All right. 
<laughs> this is trash. You're trash. <laughs> no, uh, I actually like Don Cheadle much better. Uh, oh, freaking Ed Norton too. Um, no, but like they're they're made in this way that just like completely, you know, it's just all about the dollars and the bottom line, and like isn't made in a sincere way from the jump. Uh, but like, I I guess well, uh, I, this is kind of off topic, but I guess I just don't understand. Like, I can understand the distinction in his mind. And, like, I can understand that there is this, like, there is this distinction between, like, on the extreme ends, like, you know, some Sundance film that, like, uh, a person poured their heart and soul into right. that they made independently. And this uh marvel movie that was like you know that was made with the ex- express purpose of making a billion dollars right 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 there is that distinction but i guess i don't understand like the value judgment like what is the point of the value judgment and like w- like i guess why why he and others consider like one to be objectively like more like one of them is art and one of them is well, just that's, like this okay, thing. That, and... That's not the truth. I think, I think if you view it like that, then you're going to be defensive. He didn't say it wasn't mm. art. He just said it's not cinema and like cinema. I don't know the definition. I could like kind of concoct one, but I'm sure it'll be countered. But like, we all have kind of maybe a general idea of like cinema you know, mm. I and I he was just saying, you know, when people this is obnoxious, but you know, when people say like this is a movie and this is film. Right. I think he's only just drawing that distinction because he was asked about it. And I think that's a fair thing when you're asked about it. And I don't think he said one was bad. and The other one was good. He just drew a distinction, which I think is totally fair. I think one is like a little bit more lighthearted. You know, if if I'm being generous, depending on the type of movie, mm-hmm. or like one is like supposed to be because I mean, like, I get like in general, I'm sort of on your side in the sense where like people might be like, oh, regular novels are better than graphic novels. You know, that mm-hmm. is brought up a lot. But like Saga has just as much merit, if not more than like Huckleberry Finn. Or... But the point of the, the the kind of objective view is I think it's obnoxious when people are overly defensive and just don't acknowledge the fact that like like ant-man isn't as good as uncut gems but like i think that that's like well, ant-man I is made either movie ant-man is made but, like is uh, like on like even just like on value metrics of like like score acting like direction like is made at a lower standard than than uncut gems just on like technical qualities and then it is also made in a very cynical way of being like, well, this ha- we have to have a movie that's kind of like, okay, and we have to establish, like it's made in this way where like, we have to establish this one character and this one mm-hmm. item so then it can be brought up in two movies. It's made in like a very like kind of disingenuous well, way rather than like, oh, I cared about this. I thought of this story. Like it doesn't value the people who create it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, you know, it's just like a link in the chain uh, that honestly could fail and wouldn't be that big a deal 
as opposed to something that was made from someone's like heart or whatever. I guess to me, I think that that's uh, how cynically, like I, I, I don't, I feel weird being in the position of. Um, I don't want to be like I'm in the position of like, I think Ant Man is better than Uncut Gems because I again I haven't seen either movie, and I don't really. Um, I don't really have a horse in this race or anything, but I think that like whether or not a movie is made in a cynical like or a, a piece of art is made in a cynical way, I don't think it's inherently more virtuous or like it objectively better because like a movie is objectively better because like the person who funded it or like the studio who funded it like was more emotionally invested in the work. Well, it's not just about the studio. It's just like, just like on every level, one is like, one is like a giant commercial, you know, one is a, a right. hundred million dollars. I think that's obnoxious. I, I, all I'm saying is like, I think, but I, th- I think it's weird in this modern day thing where like, I, I don't have a problem. I, I, okay. Okay. I have two examples. All right. Two things to say. I, I think it's weird when people can't just be like, yeah, I mean, I get like where he's coming from. It's his opinion. I still find value in these movies and I like them, but I get, yeah, this isn't Citizen Kane. It's just for fun. It's in the summer. It's like, whatever. It's a little loosey goosey. That's it. Like, I think that's the attitude more people should have as opposed to like being soul crushed that like uh, Martin Scorsese doesn't like Ant-Man. Um, mm-hmm. Cause it's like, like I like anime. And I think anime has a lot of virtues, but if someone's like anime's gross or like wants to critique it, I'm gonna be like, yeah, no, there's a lot of stuff that's really messed up in this, and like, yeah, and like whatever. But like, I think the problem comes when people don't allow the critique, and they get overly defensive and have to feel like they have to protect the thing rather than just being mm-hmm. like. No, yeah, there's some kind of racist stuff and like sexist stuff and like it's weird that they're all 15 and like fucking each other. Like I th- and I think that's the point a lot of people never get to where they can never just like that's what I mean by objectives, like or objective like view. Like you should be able to be a fan of something and like it and have a strong enough whatever uh that like someone could be like, "Uh, oh, this thing is objectively gross or bad." And you're like, yeah, no, I could see that. And then just keep it pushing. Like that shouldn't deter your like like of it. I think I agree with your with your with the point you made. I think that mm-hmm. people should be like um, you know, a little more loose and a little more like, oh, you know, he doesn't like it, that's fine. I I agree 100%. Um, I do think that maybe it's just a problem with the word objective in this sense. Um, that like, well, you're very postmodern. You like kind of rebel <laughs> against that word big time. I do. Um, <laughs> which that's yeah, that's funny to me. Um, I think the main thing was like, you should be able to have your art critiqued or whatever you're a fan of critiqued. Yeah, uh, I agree with and you and and it be able to it's like more of a tangent than anything. Yeah, it's a it's a whole other episode. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you should be able to have it critiqued and be cognizant of its flaws, uh, 
and that shouldn't crush you. Because um, mm-hmm. a big part of all this is like, even though it's so extreme, a lot of this stuff is so fickle and so fragile. Like, yeah. if you if it's not the one particular type of way, then uh, then feelings get really hurt and things get really out of line very fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last one was just like, uh, I said ignorant of meta narratives, which we kind of tackled purposely. But but this one I meant like you should know how the thing you like is made and like you should know what goes on behind the scenes and like we're, we're you know you, maybe not should but like we're very capable of knowing that like x person was fired or that like there was pressure at the studio or that this is made by disney like kind of i said in some of these other ones like to sell toys i think mm-hmm. i think it's okay to defend something you like but there is a really weird thing where people are like they just ignore the fact that this is a Disney construct and get so wrapped up in like, uh, I don't know, because they like Adam Driver or Donald Glover or something. And they just like ignore the fact that while people did work on it and those people can be good, why it was made and like all these other things are kind of tainted. And like, I, I just don't think you should be fully removed from that and just be like, uh, a good grip worked on this. You know, like, so what? Like, that doesn't mean that like, you know, uh, the thing isn't bad. For instance, and this is my sound hyperbolic, but I think this goes to everything. Like, um, like if uh, you needed a job, but you're like only job is open is a nuclear bomb factory. Mm-hmm. You're a good guy, but like, and you, you know, you got to take care of your family, but like, nuclear bomb factory isn't good. There's, you know, there's less harmful jobs out there, and I think, yeah. I think it's. The toxic fan that is like purposefully ignoring the fact that like the nuclear bomb factory was involved in the creation of this thing, or like <laughs> this is just blatant propaganda. Like freaking Jim from the Office is making this, you know, he's Jack Reacher or whatever. He's he's doing his whole like spy TV show thing. Do you know anything about that? I have no idea about this. He's like directing or like starring in like these movies where he's like essentially like. It's like a Tom Clancy thing or whatever. But the latest one, he's like stopping Venezuelan like terrorists from like getting a nuke. And it's like, you know, I'm sure the people who are working on this are fine people. But like, I think it's really bad propaganda to be like, you know, uh, we have to stop South Americans, which we have overthrown many governments, many South American governments in the U.S. to make to make a show where it's like we have to stop bad South Americans from getting a nuke like that's mm-hmm. there are good people involved but that's really messy and kind of like it'd be bad to be ignorant of like how that looks in like like hist- i think about this sometimes in the like i like brooklyn 99 but like, yes is it is it bad to like a tv show about the police you know i i think about this a lot too it i think I mean, in a Kingsley sense, I think we should judge each one according to their personal merits. So it depends on how much like moralizing Brooklyn Nine-Nine does. I've only seen like a few episodes and mostly from what I have like two episodes I've seen. It's all like slapstick. But like, yeah, it's, it's just kind of goofy. And it depends on like, you know, like, you know, like how much they're like valorizing cops versus criminals or like what have you. I mean, when Venezuela gets a nuke, that's like, that's pretty negative. 
you know, but like Andy Sandberg, oh, what do you do? Come in late to the office? Uh boy, I like that. <laughs> I, I think fans can be, I think it's, fandom is good and I think it's great to love things. I just think we need to, maybe as a populist, like, I don't know, kind of course correct, kind of change how we approach media. I mean, be it, kinder. Yeah. It, be less intense. Kind of like how you're talking about just like there are people behind the scenes, you know, people yeah. who who probably have earnest intention when they make a thing, even if we really hate it. Right. And I, and I think you should be kind of that. Like the, the Sonic thing. I also kind of miss the ugly Sonic. I liked it better. This, okay, never mind. You're an unreliable narrator. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, wow, you really called into question every good thing you've ever said on the pod. <laughs> I like the ugly Sonic better, and I'm not afraid to admit it. Do you stand him? No. I I just... <laughs> <laughs> I just think he's more interesting than the cute one. That's all. There you have it, folks. But uh, sincerely, I, I think you brought up a lot of good points. And it is, you know, uh, as far as the Scorsese thing goes, it's, you know, it's an arbitrary distinction and whatever. But final thoughts on, on your end. Uh, final thoughts. Uh, I think overall, I agree with you. I think that people uh, have gotten out of hand. Um because of the power and influence that you have when you can form like a hive mind via the internet mm -hmm. and individual members of that hive mind, no matter how minor they are, can cause irreparable harm, unfortunately, to individuals, which is, you know, very scary. Um, and I think in general, people would be better off chilling out uh but like you said uh you know people being passionate about the things that they're interested in uh i think it is a good thing you just you know don't be mean don't be mean online be cool yeah it's like what is the what is the end game we'll have to, we'll, you get what you want all the time well, yeah we might have power. to do yeah like a follow-up because like there, there there are plenty of examples of just like how the the bullying seems to work or like people yield to it you know um I, yeah we'll yeah we'll talk about that another day but yeah i think you're absolutely right be nice to people remember the humanity behind it all uh don't be entitled don't be flippant with how much you say you love a thing don't gatekeep uh, let people critique things, but also let people enjoy things. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Anyway. So, wrapping things up, where can people find you online, Corey? Uh, Corey World Peace on all platforms. The Kings of where can they find you? Uh, I'm at benevolent underscore king on just Instagram. And that's all I got. People, uh, let us know what you all think of uh, fandom, if you have any experience with a rabid fan base. If you're a part of any uh, rabid fan base, if you would self-identify or describe yourself as a as a big fan of whatever, we want to hear about it. 
We want to hear about your Send your hate to Corey's Instagram and uh, why, Twitter only. Why not the page? I'm trying to chill. Why not the time skip page? Because, man, I, I'm just trying to chill. Bro, you can yeah, send it to at time skip podcast. Tweet at us. We're there. Send it to the Instagram page. We'll answer you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>